Welcome to the Simple Walk Podcast. We're Craig and Diane Brown, and today we're going to be talking about the power of words. Words can build up or they can tear down. Scripture has a lot to say about the responsibility each of us carries to use our words carefully. Let's get started. Today we're going to be talking about words, the power of words, the words we speak, and what the Bible has to say about that. There's a lot about it. Yes, in there the is. Word. Um, I think, can I read Proverbs twenty-one twenty-three? Great idea. It says, whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. And, you know, the soul is a reference to our, our uh, mind, you know, how we conduct ourselves. It starts with the mind, in a sense. It's all that the, the flesh part of us has to do with. So the soul is, you know, how we perceive things. It's important that we have a healthy mind, that we speak healthy words. Uh, and in, when you know Jesus, you really want to be surrendered to him so that his life flows through you. So his love flows through you, his truth and his wisdom and all of these things. You know, in every circumstance, no matter what you're doing in life, you can draw from the wisdom of God and his Holy Spirit. But the reality is, according to the scriptures, we have to commit our words to the Lord. And that means every word that we speak and to the best of our ability, you know, I mean, nobody is perfect, but we surrender our life to the Lord. Humility, word says that the humble he guides in justice and the humble he teaches his ways. So you have to keep a humble attitude before the Lord so that your words always are surrendered to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and all that you say and do. So just look at what it says right there. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. I would imagine that every single person has had that moment where you say something and you think, ah, mm-hmm. you know. It's true. I wish I hadn't said that. And, it, you know, it can really actually trouble your soul, well, you know, it, a word that you speak. It's true. And, of course, it can be troubling to someone else as well. So true. And that's yeah. that's kind of the... The thing, when you're really guarding your heart, um, that's where humility comes in, where you say, look, I'm so sorry if I did get out, yes. if I did say something. I mean, you have to be willing to ask for forgiveness and to forgive. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's really is a, a, a really important part of this process of growing in the things of the Lord. Um, so let's go ahead and look at Proverbs 18.21. Excuse me, that's, oh. the, that's the wrong one. Let's look at fifteen <laughs> Proverbs 15.4. 18.21 said, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. And that's kind of similar to what we're talking about it in the sense that, you know, there is power in the tongue. There is power in the tongue. Power in our words. Power words in our that, words that we speak. speak. And so there's a, there's a power that, that is released through the words that we speak. So Proverbs 15.4 that you mentioned mm-hmm. says, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. And I, I like the way the old King James puts it. Um, it says, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Hmm. And so that perverseness that it's talking about is the interpretation is distortion. In other words, it's an action of giving a misleading account or impression. In other words, it's a distortion of what the Word of God says. So sometimes inside of ourself, 
we might be in a habit of looking at circumstances around us and speaking like, oh, woe is me, or I've mm-hmm. got this thing going on here. And it becomes a distortion of the way that God looks at you. It becomes a distortion of the truth about how God wants you to speak out of your mouth. And you start speaking words that become distorted. And that causes then, remember what I read about the power of the tongue? It Mm -hmm. it releases something in the environment. Now watch this. When it says that in the old King James, it says, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. That word breach is a fracture. It talks about Mm -hmm. a fracture, affliction, or a bruise, or a hurt. It becomes a fracture in your spirit. Sometimes people's words, even when they start speaking them over their lives, they start believing the words that they speak. And you kind of get stuck inside of your own head. And so it's really important that we speak words of life. We speak words of truth, how the Lord looks at you. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. There you have it. (laughs) Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, Mm -hmm. who crowned me with loving kindness and tender mercies. It's just so important that we put things in perspective, that we allow our mouth to begin to speak things of life and don't speak things of death over you. Don't look at your circumstances, woe is me. Mm-hmm. Look at your circumstances that you have the ability to raise up your heart before the throne of God and say, Father, what a magnificent day. What a privilege to stand before your presence. The big foundation is being thankful. It Remaining really is. thankful. Yes. Thankful for you know all he's done for us, um, all he continues to do, even in the hard times. It's so true. Remaining thankful. It's so true. I've got my word open to Psalms 136. It says, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just such a simple thing. You know, you, you just uh, are thankful before the Lord. I step outside and I, I look at the magnificence of his creation. Every day I stand in awe and what a privilege it is to be his child and to stand here to be able to thank him. We wanted to bring this up about words because I... I believe that the heart of man is kind of like a depository and where it deposits all this because it says how the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The heart is kind of a depository. You deposit things in your heart, you know, and that's where you kind of, you mill things around and stuff. And so to be transformed by the renewing of your mind causes your heart to also go through the transformation process, and it lines up with the transformation of your mind. It causes you to become what you believe, and what begins to come out of you begins to become those life-giving truths mm-hmm. that, that you want to speak around yourself. If you're in a circumstance that is not good, if you're in a circumstance that's hard, if you're in a circumstance you've got, you know, you've got weight on your shoulders— Begin to not look at those things as negatives, but begin to rise above those things. Those things are here on this earth. What God wants you to do is to look to Him because all of His resources come from the throne of God. His resources come from the heavens. You have to get past this here, which is trying to hold you down, and you rise above it into the heavens, and all of a sudden, this down here has no hold on you. You put your mind on the things of the Lord. And what's the best way to accomplish that? Well, the best way is to chew and meditate on His Word. Mm -hmm. You know, to 
you know, hide his word in your heart that I might not sin against him. And mm-hmm. sinning is when you just have your mind set on the things around here about all of your problems, all of the past wounds that you have, all of those things that are going on. Remember, it says in Proverbs 15, 4, it says, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, right? Remember that. That's the part that I'm talking about. It's the wholesome tongue that's a tree of life, but perverseness or a distortion of the truth breaks or is a breach in the spirit. It's a fracture in the spirit. So remember that, that if you begin to dwell on the negative and you begin to allow your life and your words to not be life-giving words, but they're words that continue to rehearse and continue to go through the same old things, then all of a sudden what happens is it breaks your spirit and it begins to cause an unhealthy attitude to rise up inside of your mind. It causes a vexation, the Bible said it, and it says It's the state of being annoyed or frustrated or worried. Now, does that sound familiar? So you're talking not only about the words you're speaking, but the words you're thinking. Exactly right. Yes. See, because the reaction, the what happens is those things they turn into worry. They they turn Mm -hmm. into being annoyed. They turn into being frustrated. You see, so all of those things, when you don't allow your mind to be transformed and to say and become positive speaking life and rising above the circumstances, then all of a sudden you take on these characteristics that you don't like. You take on characteristics that are frustrated. You take on characteristics that are worried about everything and you can't let go and let God because... Well, and also I think that, you know, if you're speaking words that aren't life, aren't positive, aren't, you know, don't have the foundation of our relationship with Jesus. Um, Let's say someone has a bit of a habit of gossiping or talking about others. That actually hurts the person also who's gossiping. Yes. Because when you're talking about someone else, I don't know, I think it can just make make a person feel, um, you know, it's kind of like my mom used to always say. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't say something about, well, of course, she used to say, don't be catty, mm-hmm. you know, when I was yes. a little girl. <laughs> right, yes. I remember distinctly her telling me that um, one time when I was little and it stuck with me my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, Which means don't talk about don't other Don't talk about other people. Yes. Oh, the other thing that she used to say, sorry, I got sidetracked in my bu- in my mind. <laughs> I was in the back seat of our 64 Volvo <laughs> with her <laughs> with her telling me that. Uh-huh. <laughs> she said, don't say something about some th- somebody that you wouldn't say if they were sitting right in the same room with you you right. know i mean if you're if you talk about someone else so anyway the point is it's bad for everyone involved well it's so, it's bad and even to take that because i've honestly i've heard people say you know i'd say this right in front of them you know true but, and in so, this age of social media and everything going on people are very quick to feel the freedom to say what they want. And it's all about the words that <laughs> mm-hmm. we're speaking. So mm-hmm. um, there's so many people, there's so many opinions, there's so many things going on right now. But the reality, in if we're really to bring life, and we're talking to people who know Jesus, and I hope if you don't, that you will surrender your life to him so that you can experience the life of Christ. But we're talking to people who are in moving towards letting their lives become fully engulfed in the things of Jesus, because that's the whole thing. We don't want to have words coming out of our mouth that are not healthy. Mm -hmm. We don't want to have words that come out of our mouth that aren't healing words. 
We want life to come out of us because the world is full of sickness. The world is sick Mm -hmm. because it's missing the mark. It's fallen short of the mark of who God is. It doesn't give any credit to God any way he looks. So each one of us should really be, I mean, my goodness, Jesus died on the cross so that, I mean, he went through such pain in order for us to be able to know him. And we just seem to have a, a not a really serious attitude sometimes about what a great sacrifice he accomplished mm-hmm. for us. You know, we don't take it too serious. We, we seem to just be so cavalier about how that we approach life. life. And mm-hmm. we need to let Jesus be Lord of the moment so that he, is, he can shine his truth. And, you know, be that person in your environment. If you have been one that has gossiped or you have been in this habit of speaking uh, negative things or whatever, or things that weren't true, they were distorted. They weren't God's truth about you, maybe even, mm-hmm. or the environment or somebody. Stop. Stop mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, just stop and <laughs> right, say, look, exactly. it's not what I, I feel. I don't feel good about doing this anymore. And so I'm going to, you know, move, move I, into the I things of God. I think for some people, it's the words that you know, people speak is habitual, you know, it's kind of a, it can become a habit. It's so true. So I think just creating this new habit of running our words past the filter of God's word. It's really true. You know, and speaking of habits, sometimes people, and this is sometimes characteristic, but the Lord is really, really uh, concerned also about how many words we speak. Some people, um, speak so many words that if God does try to move in their life, they keep talking, though. They don't know how to stop talking. <laughs> and Can I read? Please. Isaiah thirty fifteen. Mm-hmm. For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest, you shall be saved. Yes. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. And so I would really encourage, because that says in returning and rest, you shall be saved. This this is a peace, and I, I pray for God's peace on everyone listening to this right now, that God's peace would come upon you and that you would be able to see what we're saying here, that in returning and rest, you shall be saved. Father, I ask for that peace to come upon everyone here so that they can understand that resting in you and allowing your peace to surround them In returning and rest, you shall be saved. And in quietness and confidence shall be your strength. To have just a peaceful confidence in you, Lord God, so that you can minister to their hearts and so that, Lord, they can reboot their life right now in the things of you. And I, I think it's really important that we understand that that confidence is in the that God has this that he has control over our life if we are surrendered to him. We're returning and we're resting in him. And then in quietness and confidence, that shall be our strength as you go through life. You know, if you are in the habit of speaking so many words that you, you know, allow yourself to stop speaking them. Stop and get quiet before the Lord. You know, take that time and just listen and just wait for the Lord to give you uh, where He, you have something to say that has something to do with life, something that's going to add something beneficial to the circumstance and moment. And all of this, when we pray that the Lord would help us to, for our minds to be transformed into Him yes. and, um, um, through His Word, mm-hmm. I think that that's the whole ticket. It is the whole the whole ticket. What about if we kind of like finish up with Colossians? Sure. 
uh, Colossians 3, 12 through 17. Mm -hmm. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Hmm. Let the word of Christ Dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Kind of sums up everything that it we've really been talking does. about. And that it's just giving. I mean, it's giving thanks to God the Father through our Lord Jesus Christ. It is just so important. You know, something was said, and, and we'll deal with this in another time, but remember to forgive. Mm-hmm. To forgive, because we were forgiven. And, you know, Jesus paid a price and a debt that we couldn't pay. And so remember to be be merciful to other people so that, you know, people have maybe wronged you and maybe they have hurt you and it's hard for you to let go. And sometimes that's what this, this anxiety inside of you that you can't let go of sometimes. Perhaps it's because of unforgiveness. So just before the Lord, just say, Father, I forgive them. Forgive me and just I want to come into your presence and be filled with your Holy Spirit and just... I allow your love to flow through me so that your life can shine and that your truth can go forth in my life. We love you all very much, and we thank you so much for being with us, and we pray that God will be with you always. And we hope that you will join us on our next episode. 